Leaving home is hard. Remember going off to college for the first time, leaving the house of your parents, maybe meeting a lot of new people, getting married? It was rewarding, I hope, for many of us, but it was definitely never easy. It's hard, it's scary to go somewhere you've never been before. It's also incredibly brave. In this week's Parsha, Chaye Sarah, we meet Rivka. Think about how strong this woman is. When we first meet her, she offers hospitality to Abraham's servant Eliezer. Her first act is to offer him water, then she volunteers to draw water from the well for his camels. He's got 10. So I did some Googling. I found out that a thirsty camel can drink, according to some different sites, between 20 to 50 gallons of water in a matter of minutes. Now, a gallon of water weighs over eight pounds. So if Rifka watered each camel to quench its thirst fully, she's drawing over a ton and a half of water. Calling Rizka physically strong would be an understatement. But she's not just physically strong. She's strong of spirit. She has agency. She chooses to accept the proposal that Eliezer offers her, marriage to Abraham's son Isaac. So a quick lesson in halacha. Kiddushin, which is essentially the equivalent of engagement, there's three methods to do this according to the Talmud. Uh, the first is, there two of, one is a document, one is sex, and one is to give her something that she has to choose to accept. So Rivka is offered and chooses to accept a large amount of silver and gold. By making this choice, Rivka's story reminds me of another notable story in Torah. Excuse me, my pages are in the wrong order. By making this choice, she accepts this offer of marriage. And pretty soon after is what I consider the most powerful moment of the story. They're having a meal, and at the end of the meal, Eliezer asks if it's all right to go. Now, normally, the tradition was, the rabbis tell us, that once a woman was uh, betrothed and it was determined that she was going to leave her father's house to go to the house of her husband, she was usually given about a year to prepare for this. Eliezer asks her to go right then. It's been a matter of days. And what does Rivka say? She says, Elech, I will go. A couple of weeks ago, we read about Rivka's soon-to-be father-in-law. Avraham was commanded, Lech Lecha, go. Moses will soon be commanded, go. Rivka, on the other hand, gets to choose. She decides to take this very major action of leaving her family, her friends, the place of her birth, likely the only place she knows, so that she can accept Yitzchak. Now, she's never swiped right. She's never seen a photograph. She blindly accepts from his father's servant this offer of marriage to Isaac. She chooses to leave. 
She chooses this of her own free will. Elech, I will go. Where does our free will take us? When you or I make a decision about our future, when we decide to go to college, when we decide to get married, when we decide to quit our job after 20 years and go to rabbinical school, when we say, Elech, I will go. Where are we choosing to go? What are we leaving behind in order to pursue this new path? Rivka's story, Rivka's moment of saying Elech, reminds me of another woman in the Hebrew Bible, in the Tanakh, who takes the initiative to say Elech, I will go. That speaker is Ruth. Remember, Ruth is the daughter-in-law of Naomi. Ruth's husband has died. Her brother-in-law has died. Her father-in-law has died. So Naomi decides, the mother-in-law, it's time to leave Moab and go back to her homeland of Yehuda. She begs her daughter-in-law to stay behind in Moab, the land of their birth, the land that is familiar to them, the land that they know, the only land they've known. Ruth says to Naomi, where you go, I will go. Yes, she could have chosen to stay in her native land, but she, like Rivka, says, I will go. She has agency. And look what this gets her. She meets her next husband, and she gets her own book in the Tanakh. I mean, it's pretty special, right? What agency do we have? When do we give ourselves the permission to take chances? Leaving, yeah, it's scary. But it's also, as we see with Ruth's story, and as we see soon with the story of Rivka in the next weeks, look how wonderful this can be. When she finally lays eyes upon her husband-to-be Isaac in the field, she falls in love they have a wonderful life together, although perhaps not the best-behaved sons. And she becomes a matriarch of the Jewish people. She becomes one of our imahot because she decided for herself, Elech, I will go. Now, Abraham was told, Lech lecha, go. Moses is told, Lech, go. Are we waiting for someone to say Lech lecha to us? When we really need to be saying, Elech, I will go. Where will you go? Where do you need to go next on your journey? What will you be strong enough to discover? What will you leave behind? But what gifts will the future bring you? I pray that we all have blessings for a new path like Rivka, a new start. And may we all have as much success on our journeys as Rivka has on hers when we all decide, as Rivka decided, to say, Elech, I will go. Shabbat Shalom.